Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You. Or, if you are a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all your friends and family. And if you would like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find me on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. And hello. Welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. Hopefully, everybody can hear me. Uh, so tonight, I uh, will be back in First or Second Corinthians, and uh, we'll be in chapter 9. The reason why I hope you hear me is because I'm testing out my new uh, internet source here. So I got a, uh, basically, it's a portable Wi-Fi uh, device. And so I'm hopefully that this will work better than uh, what I have now. Um, even though that <laughs> always, right, you buy something new. And then the other thing that was giving you kind of trouble hasn't given me any trouble in the past couple days. But it is what it is. Um, but um, hopefully everything's going great. Okay. My wife says that she can hear me. Sound is good. And hopefully the stream holds up tonight uh, as we're in First or Second Corinthians chapter 9. So remember, uh, we'll get started right away here. I want to kind of maybe give a few more seconds for some people to get in here. Uh, but remember, last week we, we started the discussion about the topic of uh, biblical giving for now the, the body of Christ, the, the church age, as some may call it. Um, and I, I kind of gave it away last week, but it doesn't have anything to do with Levitical tithing uh, from the Old Testament. But you'll see tonight that it has uh, everything to do with the, uh, the principle of sowing and reaping. And we'll see that tonight uh, as we study through this. I had a good day. Um, again, um, my apologies for coming on here on Friday. It's normally uh, on Thursday nights, of course, at uh, 8 um, p.m. Central Time. But I've been uh, very, very busy. So the battalion that I'm a part of, the um, the military group that I'm a part of, are doing their, their certification exercises. So... I am back here. I obviously didn't go to the to the exercise, but I'm back here, and um, I'm getting. It's it's been pretty busy. Let's put it that way. So I'm I'm up very early in the morning. I normally don't get home till well past six p.m. And so, um, usually usually I would just go on here and just and just tough it out. But I said, well, you know, Friday uh, would probably be a better option. Now, hopefully, next Friday won't be a thing. Hopefully next week we'll be back to the regular schedule of Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, we'll be back on here on our, our regular scheduled broadcast time, uh, which is once a week. Um, I encourage you, speaking of all the different uh, sites and everything, I encourage you to please, please like, share, subscribe uh, to both YouTube and also the Facebook group at Let This Mind Be In You. Just type that in on both Facebook and on YouTube. Also, if you like to just download these, uh, like the podcast version, 
the audio only version, uh, something you can listen to in your car or as you're as you're at work or something like that. Uh, you can download that anywhere you find your uh, your podcast. You'd like to get them. I'm I'm pretty much pretty much sure at this point that I'm on every single one. Uh, if you find one that maybe I'm not on and that you use all the time, please let me know and I'll I'll see if I can fix that. But tonight, that's all that out of the way. Just kind of a quick update, what's been going on. Just working, working, working every single day. Um, we'll see what else happened today. Just to make it a little bit more interesting here, I guess. Uh, if you, my, my day, I got a chance to talk to my brother in Christ, Aaron Clark, who's been on this uh, broadcast multiple times. Um, got a chance to talk to him. I always love talking to my brother in Christ up there as we had a good time of fellowship, even though it's on the phone. Pretty soon, though, pretty soon, we will be speaking to each other face-to-face, Lord willing. Uh, My countdown is now 13 months and some couple weeks or something like that. Uh, Time is flying by pretty quick, so be in preparation for that. Let's see here. Huntress over there on YouTube. Good to see you there, sister. And Facebook, uh, Sister Wilson. Thank you for joining me and a few others. If, you, if you're if you joining live, please just drop one little comment and say hello or something like that, and I'll get to see who's uh, watching live. You can always go back and, and restream these, or not restream, but go back to the archives and look at all those uh, videos from the past. I'm I think I'm approaching 200 at this point. So there's plenty on there, plenty of topics and things like that. Uh, Brother David's on here too. Uh, Brother David's asking until you move or retire. That'll be my retirement ceremony. That's uh, 13 months and some April 1st of next year will be my uh, retirement ceremony. And then I'll start uh, what's terminal leave. So I'll have close to 90 days. Not sure what that's all going to entail, um, but um, we'll see what the Lord has for us. But um, hopefully that answers that question. So we got uh, the Wilsons here. Both husband and wife are joining me on a Friday night. Brother Dave, I heard that you had a procedure done, and I'm praying for you, brother, that you are uh, feeling well and that uh, you're you're regaining your strength um, from that procedure. So, okay. Well, with that, if you're on YouTube, please let me know. If you're on Facebook, let me know, and let's get started. So, this is a continuation. Of course, this is a letter. So, this is a continuation of what we were speaking about last week, uh, which was giving, biblical giving. And um, of, of course, I, I I talked about how you know the the Levitical uh, standard of 10%, uh, this, you know, Hey, your land will be cursed if you do not uh, do such things and this, that, and the other thing is not, um, is not for us today as the church, the body of Christ. And that, but that doesn't mean we don't give. Okay. As you'll see here, there is principles in biblical giving. And uh, of course we talked about last time, uh, the necessity of the saints, something that's of need. God lays something on your heart. But we'll continue on here in First Corinthians or Second Corinthians chapter nine. If you're experiencing some glitching, I think that it's dropping a frame uh, every once in a while. So there might be some minor glitching. 
uh, probably unnoticeable. Hopefully it's unnoticeable to you uh, so it doesn't, you know, uh, cause a distraction. But um, the reason that is, I think it's because of the, of the just getting used to this new program. But I think we're okay. If it drops some frames here and there, it'll be okay. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Uh, and so Paul says here for us, touching the ministering to the saints. Once again, we talked about the necessity of the saints. There was people in need. God laid it on their heart. Paul said that I'm not commanding you to do this, but you did this out of uh, you first gave of yourselves. Remember, we talked about that last week. So he's saying now, just talking about this ministering to the to the saints, it, uh, it is superfluous for me to write to you. So he's, he's like um, the superfluous. I, I looked it up because it's it's a it's a difficult word to say, and you know I'm not the smartest man. So I looked it up in the Webster's 1828 dictionary here. Let's see here. And it's an adjective. It means overflowing, super, to flow, more than is wanted, rendered unnecessary by superabundance. So, again, there was so much given, uh, much more over and above what was probably even needed. Uh, but there, there was this, this outpouring of giving. And Paul was commending them for this. And he says, verse number two, for I know the frowardness of your mind. For which I boast of, of you to them of Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal hath provoked very many. So their example of giving had provoked others to good works. And I, and I think about that, uh, you know, just like kind of like the concept, the instruction in righteousness you find in Hebrews, provoking unto good works. That's, again, we're created now, uh, new beings, uh, new creatures in Christ Jesus, now we're to provoke others unto good works, as we are created now unto good works. And they, they seem to be doing this here, and Paul is commending them for it. He says, Yet have I sent the brethren, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this behalf, that, as I said, ye may be ready. So again, they were ready to give. Um, and Paul's saying, like, I don't want this boast to be empty. I'm, I'm, I'm sending these brethren to come collect what you have offered to give here. And it says, verse number four, lest happily, if they of Macedonia come with me and find you unprepared, we, that we say not ye, should be ashamed in the same confident boasting. So again, it's, this is just very practical. He's like, look, I'm writing you this letter to let you know that we're on our way. So, you know, this is one of the first concepts now that I was, uh, that I can kind of bring up. Okay, so think about this. Were they giving every week? You know, they're giving, they're gathering, you know, and at the first of the week and they're coming together and then they're, they're giving every single week and they're just saving it all up or they had purpose to give. Um, and now Paul is letting them know, Hey, now you can collect this. You know, there wasn't like some big savings account or anything like that, they, but they understood that they were going to be giving. He said, I, this boasting of you, you, you've said that you're going to give, I know the abundance that you're going to give of. And, but I, just to make sure that you're prepared, I'm letting you know ahead of time. Therefore, verse number five, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof ye had noticed before that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not as of covetousness. So we didn't want any kind of misunderstanding, so to speak. 
But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. And right here, once again, to the ministering of the saints, the, the which is found in you know chapter 8, you know, this principle of, hey, this is what we're doing. You're giving of yourself first. Now the biblical principle of New Testament, new uh, in the body of Christ, giving, biblical giving, requires first a giving of yourself, holy, 100%, to the Lord and his will, and then looking for the ministering to the saints, their necessities, things that they may need, or it's not of, of desires of, hey, we want to build a bigger building over in Macedonia somewhere or something like that. Instead, they were, a lot of times you think about when Paul collected for the, the saints back in Jerusalem, they were under oppression. They couldn't work. They didn't have, um, you know, they didn't have a lot of money. Uh, they were, they were poor and destitute. They're under persecution. And so they were taking up these offerings and things like that and sending it to them for their necessities, like they, you know, for food and raiment and, and shelter. And this is what they were doing. So again, that principle's there. And then lastly, as you've given of yourself over to, fully over to God's will and you've seen the need of the saints and the necessity that's needed there, then the final thing is, is just a reminder, and Paul's going to use um, you know, the scriptures again, the Old Testament scriptures, to talk about the principle of sowing and reaping. A man sows, that's what he's going to reap. So if you reap or you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. Now, this is not some sort of prosperity gospel where, you know, say, hey, give all this money and you will receive a high and abundance of all this stuff back. That's not what it's talking about. See, once again, in the principle is give of yourself, give of yourself, give of yourself fully over to the Lord and to the necessity of the saints, finding that need, a true need and giving to that. And then once that's, you know, once that's found, then think to yourself, mm, am I going to hoard this or am I going to sow the seed or sow this plentiful? Because if you do that, the, the reward, the, um, the, the bounty, the, the, the crop, the bumper crop, the stuff that comes in because you went out and sowed plentifully, or as it says here in verse number six, bountifully, abundance, giving of all of your abundance. Now, remember, the principle is also there in chapter eight that it said that if you don't have it, don't give it or else you're going to be then a burden. You know, like so like I'm giving all this stuff. I'm sacrificially giving. I've, I've heard heard those terms before. But there's no in this instance, it's of your abundance, and if you have it, you're given of yourself, give it bountifully. And that's only the that's the principle that we need to understand. And then verse number seven clears and very much so clears it up for us. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give. Wait, so if it's as every man purposes, well, how come that's not a, a set tithe or 10th or 30% or like whatever it is. Because once again, I have to keep bringing this up, that the, the, the tithe giving in the Old Testament was set up to take care of a Levitical priesthood. Now there is no need of a priesthood 
okay? We have access to the Father. We, we don't, through the high priest, which is Jesus Christ, because of his righteousness, we all have access to him. There, we don't have to go give sacrifices to the priest and all these other kinds of things. We don't have to do that. That's been taken away. This new system, well, it'll be instituted again, I should say. But that's another topic for a different day. But this, this system for us, this new thing, is as you purpose in your heart. Now, once again, I have to keep reminding us and myself that it's not, well, I'm just going to uh, give a set principle or a set amount, and that's what it is. Now, if that works for you and that's what God has laid on your heart and that's how you purpose in your heart to give, then so be it. But once again, it's the giving of yourself wholly first, completely, 100% first. And then, then, and only then, as you see these necessities, then you give as you purpose in your heart. Keeps reading here, or keeps on reading, or going here in verse number seven. So let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. This is not... In other words, as he said in chapter 8, this is not of commandment. This is not a necessary thing to do. Now, if this, again, was speaking somehow or another, teaching the church the tithe or, or something like that, Paul would have no need to really do that. Although, if a Gentile church had no idea about you know the Jewish thing of giving 10% and all this kind of stuff, he might have to teach them about that. But nowhere in any of these letters does he do so. The only time he addresses this principle of giving and uh, collecting of, of any kind of money has this right here. You can find it right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and chapter 9. You can also find it in 1 Corinthians when he talks about, you know, he had the authority as an apostle to take of them, but he didn't even use that authority to take money, nothing. He didn't want anything to be in the way of the preaching of the gospel. Fascinating stuff. But so many times, people want to preach of their own, I don't know, maybe out of ignorance. Maybe maybe uh, there's ulterior motives. But, uh, folks, we have to go back to the Word of God for us today, the church, the body of Christ, and find out what our instructions are about giving. Now, once again, so sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. So bountifully, reap bountifully. It's a very simple principle, but it's not of commandment or necessity. It's not a needed thing for you to do. Because look at the matter at hand, which once again is a heart matter. For God loveth the cheerful giver. In Malachi, the tithe is the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel. You've robbed me of tithes and offerings. You, you've robbed me as I've commanded you, nation of Israel, and so uh, I'm going to shut the windows of heaven. There, you're, there's, there's consequences and repercussions to not following this commandment. There's, there's also rewards. I'll pour out the windows of heaven. You know, your cup will overflow. All these different kinds of principles. Got it. But once again, this is not a necessity. This is not grudgingly and saying, oh, this is my burden. This is what I need to do. This is a law, a commandment from God. It's a heart matter. 
always, always a heart matter. And then using the idea and thinking to yourself, well, Christ, God, manifest in flesh, who came and humbled himself, again, going back to Philippians chapter 2, humbled himself, took on the form of a servant, and gave all. Him that was rich became poor for us. And look at verse number eight. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. So once again, the reaping and sowing is not necessarily getting money back in return bountifully, or the windows of heaven and, and your, your cup overflowing and all these, all these different things. It was literally though that grace was abounding in the right way. As it says once again, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That's the bountifully, that's the reaping bountifully to remember that God's grace showed towards you and now this will abound and rise up in you as you give out of your abundance. And my dad's saying here, this offering was for the saints in Jerusalem. Yes, as we, as we uh, spoke just a little bit earlier, but see, there it is, the principle again. And as it is written, verse number 9, uh, this is Psalms 112, verse number 9. As it is written, He that dispersed abroad, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness remaineth forever. See the abounding of his righteousness? It's the outpouring, the showing. That is created now unto good works. Grace, for by grace are you saved, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 through faith. That is, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But we've been created now unto good works. Notice it's all in here, provoking one another to good works. And, and, but at the same time, I keep going back to this. It's not a necessity and it's not a commandment and it's not for somebody who doesn't have it to give it. As I said last week, I'm sure if you gave and it was the last penny that you had, God laid it on your heart to give the last penny you had, I'm sure he will take care of you. I've heard numerous stories over these over my entire life of that exact same thing happening. So I want that to be very clear. I'm not talking that God can't provide for you if you but if you don't have it, it's not a commandment for you to give it. That's in chapter eight. And then, but the whole point is, once again, I keep coming back to this. It's the giving of yourself first, as we talked about last week. Verse number 10. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread for your food. This is, who's giving you the seed anyways? Who's, who's the bread of life? And multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. See, as his righteousness is applied to us, now we are to live righteously in Christ Jesus. We are to live and walk in the Spirit, give of ourselves so bountifully, and, and you will reap bountifully. And this is a very good principle to remember as you, you go to give. You won't find me saying it's unscriptural to give. It's, of course, scriptural because it all starts right here in our hearts. Out of his abundance of grace, his humbling himself, him becoming poor so that we may become rich, as the Bible says, that is there for us. 
and this is an outpouring. This is a works. Um, my my brother Aaron, as we were talking today, was talking about he's teaching his son about you know faith without works is dead. You know, and people use that as say, well, you know, see, you got to work for your salvation, and what? No, it's a showing where you're you're basically putting your money to use a term, to use a phrase, where your mouth is. Talk is cheap. Are you applying this? And it doesn't necessarily have to do with just giving of physical money. It's everything within our Christian walk. Verse number 11, again, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. As you read this for what it says, look at the abounding of the riches coming back to you. It's not a mansion. It's not a uh, a private jet. It's not any of these things, you know, this prosperity, you know, like, whoa, you just give and the God will bless you with abundant money. It has nothing to do with that. Those are charlatans that are trying to squeeze every last dollar out of you so you can provide them the fuel for their private jet. That's not biblical either. Right here, though, it's talking about the true enrichment in verse number 11, in everything to all bountifulness, see, using the same word, bounty, bountifulness, reap bountifully here, which causes what? Through us, thanksgiving to God. I hope you're seeing what biblical giving actually is. It's an, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing to see. If you just follow what God has laid out clearly through our Apostle Paul in this letter to us, the church. All right, verse number 12. For the administration of this service not only supplieth the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. Don't you think that those saints there in Jerusalem had thanksgiving? You know, they were thankful to God that, that, that this would come in from these people that they probably will never meet or ever met or whatever, but yet they're abounding in grace and giving of the, to the necessity back to these saints in Jerusalem. Verse 13, whilst by the experiment of this ministration, they glorify God for your professed subjection unto the gospel of Christ. Look at that. Read that one more time. Whilst by the experiment of this ministration, they glorify God for your professed subjection unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and unto all men. See how the outpouring of works created unto good works? It's out of a thankful heart for what God did for us. That's incredible. True giving. And I, and I pray that you're someplace uh, uh, in, in a body, a local body of believers that teach this. Don't be afraid to teach this. Well, you know, some might call me a rebel because I'm preaching against the tithe. No, you're not preaching against the tithe. You're preaching what's so much better, which is this grace giving, this biblical uh, body of Christ, church giving for us today. How much better is that? I'll ask you a question. Don't you think that the 
uh, Pharisees and the Sadducees, didn't they tithe? Jesus said they did. They even tithed on their mint, their little mint leaves. They would give a 10%, a tenth of that, you know, and thinking they were doing something, but ignoring, as the Bible says, the weightier matters. Christ fulfilled the law, abolished that priesthood. Well, yes, he abolished the Levitical priesthood. Because remember, the in, in, you know, this is just a little bit of a side, but there will be a temple again. There will be priests again in Jerusalem during the thousand-year reign. And during that thousand-year reign, people will be once again bringing, bringing the tithe into the storehouse. And if they don't, they will get punished. Their land will be, uh, you know, scorched. They won't have any rain. Once again, this will happen. But that's not the priesthood of, of Levi. It's the priesthood of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek, Jesus Christ. That's after what their priesthood is in now. As it says in Revelation, thou hast made us priests and kings. They will be the ones that rule and reign during that millennial, temp, uh, millennial reign of Jesus Christ. See my, see my series about that. That's why, that, that's why it's such a, 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 a difference. But this is better. For us now, we, as the church of the living God, as having the Holy Spirit within us, we have the ability now to distribute to the necessity of the saints to show our thankfulness for the grace that he poured out on us. Verse number 14, we'll finish up. And by their prayer for you, which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gifts, plural. No, that's not what it says. Read it one more time. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. also have a four-part series, the Gift of God series. Uh, you can go look that up somewhere on Facebook or YouTube. That playlist is on there. The gift of God is the indwelling Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. Thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. Because of the sealing of the Holy Spirit and the promise that he will once again make us, uh, he'll create in us and, and be a... Uh, uh, this glorified body to come, this blessed hope, and all these great, magnificent things that we have now because of his unspeakable gift when he said, I will come to you, and he did. Thanks be unto God for that. All right. Well, what, what say ye? <laughs> let's see if we have any, uh, any comments. Uh, let's see here that I haven't already addressed. So I'll give it a few seconds because there is always a delay. And we'll look right there. So, man, I hope this uh, made sense. And I hope it wasn't too glitchy. I did drop quite a bit of frames, more than I'm normally doing. Um, my computer is just my laptop. So obviously not having my, my real powerful computer I had when I had the uh, studio. But I think it's okay. Not too bad. All right, let's see if we have anything here. New comments here. All right. Uh, let's see. 
of course, Dad's in the house. And, of course, I already mentioned the offering was for the saints in Jerusalem. We talked about that. Hey, Brother Aaron, my brother, says good stuff. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. And Dad said the stream looked good. Good. Well, the uh, this, this Wi-Fi... Um, it's supposed to collect off of a tower, whatever the signal is strongest, and it's supposed to just provide me what I need uh, per month. So, and it's the monthly fee is a lot uh, less than what I'm paying right now for this other one. I still have that one up and running um, until the period is over. But I think this is, I think this would, uh, I think this is going to work out. Uh, Aaron Clark says, aren't you going to ask us to plant a seed of faith before you end? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm not. And I know that's joking. <laughs> plant a seed of faith and you will become rich tomorrow. Send me so much money. You know, if you, for this time, for $500, you, your gift to the ministry, plant a seed of faith, would you? So that I could, uh. I can buy myself another fifth wheel. <laughs> so I can travel around the country and ask more people to plant more seeds of faith to my ministry. Amen? I'm, of course, joking. Uh, Sister Susie says, this is really good stuff. Thanks so much. Well, thanks be unto God. As it says there in verse number 15, for his unspeakable gift. Praise the Lord for that. All right. Well, 4 o'clock in the morning will come pretty fast. So if there's no more comments or questions, I think we're going to call it call it a night. Oh, hey, Jason over there. Brother Jason joining me over there on YouTube. Good to see you, brother. I think that's it. All right. So chapter 10. Uh, but not, not too much further to go in second Corinthians. And I am seriously given, I mean, we've uh, on this channel, uh, as we you know, draw to a, a close here on this channel, we've covered just about every one of the letters to the church. Um, and we also covered the book of Hebrews. Um, but I'm really seriously giving consideration. Uh, my dad, I think is about to do this too, of, going through the book of Revelation and the book of Acts at the same time. I don't know if we, um, if that's going to be conducive to online. So we'll just have to see. But actually, you know, the more that I think about it, I think we have... We have not covered... We have not covered, I don't think we've covered Titus, have we? I don't remember. Somebody help me in the comments if we have, if I help me to remember. I think we did. Yes, we did cover Titus, but we did not cover Philemon. Very short, so maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get to that after uh, we finish 2 Corinthians, um, so that way we can go through it, or we can start over in Romans. Uh, leave a comment or uh, hit me up on let this mind be in use uh, email address, which is ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Once again, that's ltmbiy at yahoo.com, and I thank you for joining me here tonight on this broadcast on a, on a different night. Hopefully next week, prayerfully, we can get back to the Thursday night. So please join me then.
Love you in the Lord. God bless you. Grow in grace. Let this mind be in you. That's all for now. Bye.